Yeah, it's so good. It's so bad that it's good. That is the wrong answer, actually. <laughs> it's just a wild romp. I am feeling this. Yeah, yeah, yeah! All of them! What are you talking yourself into? I'm trying to talk myself into that. This is what this podcast is for. We're also trying to talk you into it. Thank you for listening to Talk Me Into, the podcast where a group of friends try to talk each other and maybe even you into liking what we like. This week is the listener's choice. My name is Jeff, and I'm very excited that Christopher Eccleston is returning to Doctor Who. My name is Jimmy, and I consistently got in trouble for messing up my grandma's digital poker game when I was little. (laughs) Nice. My name is Dan, and I have a tattoo of my grandma's digital poker game on my arm. Wow, That's you true. do. I was hoping you would change yours I in the moment. I did. <laughs> do that because I was like, is that the one that's on Dan's arm? Yep. Yeah, yeah, it sure is. It's right on your elbow. Yeah, we all took turns messing that up and she'd become very furious. She loved that so much. She got buried with it. Yeah. She literally mm. had two carpal tunnel su- surgeries. <laughs> because of that game? Yep. Because of digital poker. Wow. Yeah. That's what happens when you make video games for old people who are addicted to gambling. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, Jeff, I just found that out on the, on the, uh, yeah. So, so some inside baseball, we record a bunch in a day while we were, (coughs) thank you, Dan, just recording, uh, the end of the Heim episode. I stepped out to use the little boys room and I came back and Jimmy was like, did you hear Chris Freckleson's returning to the podcast to the big finish doctor who? And I was like, no, I would have known about it. You're like, it just happened 46 minutes ago. And then I looked it up and I was like, yeah. And I, like, I screamed a lot and Dan was like, oh boy, you're awfully loud. But oh boy, am I excited. Yeah, that's awesome. This is the first thing he's done with Doctor Who since he left. 15 years. Yeah. And I'm cool. also very excited because I was talked into Doctor Who in episode two or three. Are you really excited? Though? No. Yeah. <laughs> I listened to a lot of the audios, though. Oh, is it going to be in Time Lord Victorious? Probably not. That's probably, probably not. Done. Yeah. That's a shame. See, if he just came back, he would have been part of Time Lord Victorious. I know. <sighs> Dan. Yeah. I'm sorry, but like. I'm, my heart is still like beating real fast <laughs> well, right now. He's very excited. I'm very excited. Dan, I wish you were more into Doctor Who. Do we have any reviews, ratings, tweets, anything like that? We do. We have a couple of tweets. Oh, there's Bingo! <laughs> Jeff dropped his phone. Oh, boy, that one's far. Oh, Jimmy got it for me. I you need it. to get a phone case that's like sticky. I got greasy fingers. Uh, we have a tweet that I am going to read. It is from our good friend of the show, Dante. Oh, I'm glad you brought it up because I was going to as well. <laughs> he says, I don't know when at Danny Danny break, Breakdown. Whoa, I can't talk today. <laughs> yeah, start, start over. <laughs> I don't know when Danny Breakdown became the only host of Talk Me Into with great taste, but Jeff and Jimmy are entitled to their incorrect opinions. The Umbrella Academy is such a great show. The comic is shit, but the show is downright brilliant adaptation. I disagree. Yeah, Dan's eating, so bingo again. Yeah. Can't stop. See, when I drop my phone, it's an accident. When Dan eats... <laughs> it's an accident. You accidentally put it's a strawberry accident. in your mouth? Yeah. Uh, Dante has a weird take on this because a lot of people agree that the comic is great and the show is not that great. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, that that tweet inspired many replies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know if you, if you want to hear what we had to say about it. Just listen to our Umbrella Academy episode. We were pretty thorough there. 
Or follow us on Twitter at Talk Me Into. Yeah, tell yeah, Dante how he's right or wrong. I appreciate Dante calling me the only host with uh with taste, but I'm also not going to go down on that ship that uh, you know, that the comic sucks. Mm. I like the comic. I, I did think it was funny though that you two were the only two people that enjoyed the show out of that entire Twitter thread. Yeah, everybody was pretty much like it was whatever. It was fine. It was a show that I watched. Yeah. Oh. But hey, man, like what you like. I'm not gonna be mad about it. That's right. Yeah. Down with guilty pleasures. Up with pleasure pleasures. <laughs> that's, okay. That's our new tagline. <laughs> Down with <laughs> guilty pleasures. Up with pleasure. Up with pleasures. pleasure pleasures. Talk me into. We're up with pleasure pleasures. Yeah. <laughs>
It's oh. on my list of things to watch. Though. Maybe we'll have to talk you into it. Oh. Jeff, have you watched it? Nope. Oh, oh. I think we've find a uh, future talk this is where jimmy like plants ideas for future episodes he does it all the time yeah yeah um yeah i just started it yesterday and it's really enjoyable uh billy bob thornton is great in it Mm. martin freeman's really good in it and are you excited for the new season with chris rock yeah that'll be really good um i know the last season had ewan mcgregor in it it's always got a really good cast um so i'm excited about it and hopefully uh maybe i can talk you guys into it soon Ooh, I'm open really to enjoyed. that. You cast the line out, Jim, and I'm biting. All right. Uh, Jeff, what are you talking yourself into? I might be talking myself into hiking. Oh, oh. But, okay, okay, okay. So I live in New Haven, Connecticut, and there is a very visible monument called Soldiers and Sailors. It's at, like, the top of this mountain, and it sticks out over the city, and you can see it from everywhere. And never went there i was like you can drive to the top it's a nice view but like i don't know i just haven't had time to go or whatever and uh my wife and i were driving home from i think we were getting ice cream because that's the kind of marriage we have (laughs) and i saw it and i was like hey do you want to go there and she was like okay so we like swerved to get off the exit and we we made it to the entrance of uh like the the park there's like um you can drive up there but it was closed at this point so it's paved all the way up and it's like really windy it's a mile of like this windy road to get to the top and uh there are some hiking trails that we didn't go on because we weren't prepared she was like in sandals yeah and it was almost uh sundown so we got about 0.7 miles up we got to like a nice place where we can overlook the city uh and then we had to get out before it was too dark because we couldn't see on our way out Mm -hmm. but it was nice and like we want to go back and check out the uh nature some more because it's like in a city but it's like nature and that's hiking. cool is and it nature some more like a s'more but with leaves yes that's okay. what it is and if there's poison ivy it hurts it itches all the way <laughs> yeah. down but like it's weird because so i have asthma and i'm not good in the wilderness anymore and gout yeah that too and bad knees <laughs> i'm not made for this but like when i was a kid i like lived in the woods no literally i mm. did i ran away and lived in a cave and no it, it's with his it, brother romulus and they yeah. founded rome <laughs> it's uh but like also just wearing masks all the time it made it even more difficult to breathe because i was like oh this is real air that's getting into my lungs now it's not filtered <laughs> but yeah it was fun and uh you know maybe maybe get a little i mean your help. wife is such a trooper that i almost expected her to carry you on her back <laughs> like like yoda and luke during training um you're oh, much yeah. bigger than your wife though so much could be bigger di- yeah difficult. and she's six months pregnant yeah so. But that would be cool, though. Yeah. Hike it up, bro. Great, everybody. This has been such a learning period for us all. Yeah. Found out so much about you guys. Dan's making pizza. Jimmy's watching TV, (laughs) which is new. (laughs) All right. Let's get on to another part. All right. So we have an interesting episode here. Um, this is the first time that we decided that we have enough fans that we can ask people what we should be talked into. So we decided to do a listener's choice episode based on three of our most requested uh, episodes. I mean, basically, Jim, the fans demanded it. Yeah. The outcry. Was they just... wanted it. Um, so we had three choices. The first one was... Um, uh, Kitchen Nightmares, Gordon Ramsay's show, the UK version mm-hmm. from uh, friend of the show, Will. 
I also want to give a shout out to Will. He is currently without a car and a garage because a tree fell on it. So uh, shout out to him. That really sucks. Yeah, big ups. Yeah. Um, our second choice was Fleabag. Um, friend of the show, Miranda, really wanted that one. And uh, also Dan was rooting for that one, too. Yeah, hard. He voted for it several times. <laughs> yeah. We'll get to that. <laughs> and uh, It's going to happen either way. <laughs> yeah, I know it's going to happen. That's why it's funny. But like we did have we have had multiple listeners suggest Fleabag. Yeah. And uh, other friend of the show, Jess, suggested uh, Unsolved Mysteries. Yeah. The reboot on Netflix. Yeah. Yeah. Which coincidentally turned out to be the winner it won yeah. on a twitter poll it got 50 percent, and fleabag got 29 percent, and kitchen nightmares got 21 percent. Mm. and when i voted or when i put it up on instagram a couple times on my stories uh unsolved mysteries came out the winner as well um fleabag got about a third of the vote and dan voted twice and <laughs> kitchen nightmares got about a third and unsolved mysteries came in just a little bit more so unsolved mysteries it is all right yeah it, um, which worked out that these were the three requests we've gotten because I think each of us could sort of like vie, like lead the episode. Right. Like yeah. Dan was all about Fleabag. Yeah. And right. Jimmy, have you seen Kitchen Nightmares? I know you talked yeah. about Gordon Ramsay before. Yeah, I've definitely seen Kitchen Nightmares. Yeah. We have that at work sometimes. Yeah. And I, I binged Unsolved Mysteries in a couple nights with my wife. So, so Unsolved Mysteries yeah. won and therefore Jeff is going to lead this episode. Yeah. So um, I don't know how familiar both of you are with the previous two decades worth of unsolved mysteries episodes a little i know yeah, i think everybody's seen it yeah little we, bits here or there yeah we have um we have the bad episodes at work uh we <laughs> nice. don't have like the uh who's the like main host like robert stack i think yeah, yeah. like the main guy oh we you have the other we guys? don't have those episodes. Oh, what was the other guy's name that did i don't it? Remember. like when fx did it yeah it's, yeah it's one of those yeah um, so i mean so this is this is like a it's a true crime show mm -hmm. and as the name says these mysteries are unsolved which a lot of the fun for me in watching documentaries that are like messed up is uh the resolution and seeing where it ends so unfortunately that <laughs> doesn't have it but <laughs> but some of these are so bizarre yeah that just the journey and seeing the pieces are crazy and like other episodes have like the cases have been solved or more clues have been entered. I haven't done follow up to any of these new six episodes, but I do see like new facts in this case um, coming yeah. through. So um, as I said, like previous seasons, you know, there were dozens of episodes. Some episodes were like multiple stories per episode. Some not so interesting, like there was a murder and we don't know who did it. <laughs> um, this new revived series is structured a little bit differently. Uh, the production is significantly better, mm -hmm. and it each episode is one mystery, and they're like they're about uh, forty five minutes to an hour long. I'm gonna have you guys watch two. We'll we'll get into it next week, but the first one is pretty short, and it's more of what you mean I next part, not next week. Next part, yes. next time we record. Yeah. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> um, one of the episodes is a little weird. So of the six episodes five were about murders that were unsolved yeah one of them is about supernatural stuff which mm. unsolved mysteries did deal with like yep. alien abductions or like weird creepy stuff and that that kind of stuff 
yeah that's what i remember as a kid frightening me because yeah. <laughs> i was exposed to a lot of like sci-fi and, and horror stuff but this is presented in real world exactly situation. so there's a difference of saying like oh look at those weird creepy aliens on tv and then like hearing a host say like if you have any information <laughs> about the lights that were seen over arizona on this day yep. you need to call this number and i was like <gasps> so the new series started out episode one with an alien yeah ufo sighting thing um and i'm picking that episode because it's my bag it's 36 minutes or something it's really short mm. my wife did not like the episode she didn't even want to continue the series and i was like <laughs> let's just watch another one and then she was hooked then the rest of the ones are very interesting some more than others and we're just gonna do two it's only six episodes yeah let's just do two keep it simple we're gonna do that and then another one about a guy who fell off a roof and we don't know what happened to him oh Mm, interesting. I, think, I think we'll do that one there's 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 a few that are really good but i don't want to give you everything so okay. we'll just do this one because this is one where new facts have come out and i haven't looked at those yet so maybe maybe we'll find something out okay cool i though. like it yeah yeah i'm excited about this i think it's gonna be good yeah and i mean dan's been wanting to do fleabag forever so we'll get to that listeners <laughs> yeah <laughs> Uh, no i'm looking forward to this too i mean it's something that i'm intrigued by i i like some true crime stuff i'm not like a diehard for it right but this is unintended uh, this is done really well too yeah that's what i've heard yeah so let's do it up this is netflix right netflix Netflix. let's solve these mysteries guys i don't think we're gonna do that (laughs) who done it and we would have got away with it if it weren't for you meddling podcasters yeah and your dumb dog Oh, She's dear. rattling Don't somewhere. Don't talk about Penny that way. <laughs> Penny would be the worst Scooby-Doo-esque <laughs> yeah. mystery solver. She would it's just like a 17-year-old Chihuahua. You'd be like, "Where's Penny? Oh, she stayed in the van." <laughs> yeah. All right, so we're gonna watch those two episodes, and when we come back, we're gonna talk about them. It's how this podcast works. <laughs> Thanks. Goodbye. Unsolved mysteries was a show back from the late 80s early 90s and uh netflix rebooted it so we're talking about it yeah yeah we are jeff you had us watch two episodes just two because there's only six episodes it's an easy one i have a question yeah we we picked this episode because it was voted on by the listeners yep won the listeners poll but did you know going into it that they would be dropping season two very soon. I had no idea. This is the first I'm hearing of it, actually. No, oh, really? Yeah, either. I didn't know that. When I pulled up the episodes, which I just watched them recently, like the last few nights, um, there's now a new graphic that says season two coming October 19th, I believe. Oh, that's cool. Mm-hmm. So by the time this airs, it'll be very much in, in the, the cultural, cultural zeitgeist. zeitgeist. Wow. Speaking of geists, <laughs> polter guy. <laughs> alien geists sure the first episode i had you watch was berkshire's ufo <laughs> which is weird because that's almost the last episode of the season whereas the other episode is the first episode which is season. weird because we were just talking off air and the way i watched it on my tv this was episode one hmm. and the one with uh the guy in the roof was like episode four or five so i'm gonna say that's kind of a weird order to watch them and i'm i'm surprised you stuck with it because i didn't like this episode as much as the other one Right. Okay. So neither did Lindsay, my wa- wife, yeah. which I mentioned in the first half. Is that also on the bingo card, by the way? <laughs> Probably it happens a be. lot. But I did pick it because, like I said, I do like Paranormal. is the only episode that highlighted Paranormal this season. And we F with the Berkshires. Yeah. We know that. We yeah. know great That's, Paranormal. I want to get into that. But first, yeah. I want to hear Jimmy's opinion on the episode because he you've been to the Berkshires a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I've been to Great Barrington a bunch of times. Okay. 
I mean, me and Jeff. I mean, <laughs> yeah, we're, we, we're GB boys. We like we we pretty much lived there at one point. Yeah, that's when the the meat market was <laughs> open. And yeah, you guys were going there a lot. I've been there a few times with you guys. So, what'd you think of this episode? Um, of the episode, I guess um, we can sort of go over like basically what this is is that. In the 70s? Nope, 1969. In 1969, (laughs) okay. um, Labor Day weekend. Yeah, all of a sudden, a whole bunch of people have this um, close encounter, as they say, Mm -hmm. with um, an unidentified flying object. Mm -hmm. And missing time. Yes. Which is a common abduction theme. Right. Um, Obviously, this is pretty strange because like all these people are having the same uh, occurrence and stuff like that. Um, and they're unrelated too. like some of the people right. know each other because it's a small town. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But there was people from neighboring towns and stuff. Right. So, yeah, I think uh, it's it's a pretty standard UFO story. It yep. reminds yeah. me there's mo- there's bits of their stories that remind me of close encounters with the third kind, right. like the way people seem to be contacted. A lot of them were in their cars driving mm. and they're sort of stopped by these bright lights. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> there's moments also that remind me of Fire in the Sky. I don't know if you guys have yeah, read that I'm book or seen that movie. Um, the way, um, I forgot some of their names, but the guy with the long hair who was like 10 years old. Yeah. He was running from his friend's house to his house. Yeah. His abduction reminds me a lot of Fire in the Sky, the way he was frozen on the spot, mm-hmm. pinned by the light, and then taken Is that the guy the that painted the picture? Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. So as far as the episode, I didn't really care too much about the alien stuff yeah which is pretty much the story Uh, it it just seemed very run-of-the-mill to me i kept waiting for there to be like a twist something that sets this apart from other ufo stories that would make it worthy of the netflix show i was pretty much in the same boat like i was um i was watching and i was like okay i've heard this before like uh, i haven't heard about this specific story but like Whenever you hear a UFO story, it's very well, similar to this. Maybe they picked it because a lot. I've listened to a lot of paranormal podcasts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, as you know from the conspiracy theory Plug episode. Our episode. We did. Yeah, conspiracy theories. One of our early episodes, and a lot of people who claim to be abducted are not very reliable, credible, right? Credible. That's why a lot of times when people like with military experience, they take those people more seriously. Yep. And I think that a lot of these people are just regular, normal people. And some of them kept it quiet for a long time because they were embarrassed. They didn't know. They thought like some, maybe something's wrong with them. And, um, yeah, I, I, the the two parts I did like about this episode that were pretty interesting. I like the gas station clerk. That guy was just a likable guy. Yeah. Yeah. He was a, a regular guy, and um, I thought it was interesting the uh, the radio station and like trying to dig up all these old files mm. and like some yeah. things are just lost. And like, yeah, I mean that to me that was kind of the downside of the episode that they didn't find anything. Right for right. me, the upside was um, like you had mentioned, Jeff. Uh, a lot of uh, pretty credible but normal average citizens across this whole area all experience the same situation at the same time, right. mm-hmm. which that was cool. The downside is that not only did they not find anything in the radio archives, they found nothing in the news archives and nothing in the police reports. Right. right. It's just sort of like a folktale at this point. Exactly. Yeah, and I mean, yeah. a, the, a, a big point of the earlier Unsolved Mysteries was to put out all the information they have on a national scale and see if anybody right. knows anything. Right. And like, it's like I, a news program. Yeah, like I haven't looked up any follow-ups to this. I probably should have in preparation for this episode, mm-hmm. but I did see some headlines. Like once these episodes aired, there were more like people called in with information on Ray Rivera and like, right. like people do call in and 
I'm sure some mysteries have been solved and they're no longer mysteries and they're just solved, but solved is a boring TV show. Name. <laughs> solved. <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean, this episode like wasn't anything spectacular. Right, right. I didn't dislike it, but I will say that if this was like a conspiracy theory, unsolved mysteries where like every episode was like this, I'd be a no. Right. Well, let's move on to the next episode. Yeah. I forgot what it was called, but it was like the man on the roof or something. Uh, the Yeah. Something about the rooftop. I remember the man who fell from heaven. Yeah. Um, this episode I liked a lot more. Mystery yeah. on a rooftop. That's what it was and called. And this, on this honestly isn't even in, isn't even my favorite episode this season. So if you like this, oh, okay. you're gonna like some other ones. Okay. Uh, you want to summarize this like you did the last one, Jim? All right. Uh, so this one is basically a. Uh, I don't. I think they were newlywed. Mm-hmm. They're a newlywed yep. couple that were um very excited for um for a life ahead of them and. All of a sudden, um, uh, the guy went missing, and um, people didn't know where he was. People were searching for him, um, and then all of a sudden, uh, I don't remember exactly how they found out, but they found out that he fell. So some of his colleagues who were part of this like search that they yeah. put together, um, they decided, hey, there's this very large building that used to be a hotel and is now like condos yeah um <clears throat> let's go up to the roof and get a bird's eye view of this area where they had found right, this car right, yeah so when they went up there they noticed that a lower building nearby had, had a, a hole, hole in, in the it. roof yeah and then when they looked closer they saw that there was a pair of flip-flops on the outside of that hole which he yeah. was wearing yeah so floppies so yeah like jimmy said um they ended up finding the body yeah and it became uh clear that somehow he had come through that hole in the roof yeah and died on the impact on the inside of this smaller building yeah and the whole thing about this is that like obviously it it's hard to say like if somebody is suicidal and stuff because people don't normally like it could just happen but like he was excited for the future and like he he wanted to have kids and like there was nothing in his life that was going to be like pushing him over the edge of that yeah um so they're like was this a murder was and then to add a little bit of weirdness to this episode was the fact that he had changed careers recently he had gone from being um a writer of like industry articles i think to uh he moved to baltimore to work at his baltimore childhood friends company which was a financial like advisor company advisory company mm-hmm. and he was writing newsletters for them with stock tips and things like that and um so there was that thing that all of a sudden right before he disappeared he got a phone call that mm-hmm. nobody knew what that phone call was about and he ran out of the house and that was the last anytime so yeah like early, right. so there's a lot of mysteries in this right so yep. the the first mystery is like well i, I don't I guess it doesn't matter what's the first one, but the big. By the way, one, we should say we didn't say at the beginning, but this is spoilery. All this, yeah, people know oh, yeah, if you haven't watched the episode. Um, the big mystery to like some of the homicide detectives were how he got his body to where it was, because mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. just the trajectories and the geometry doesn't add up. Like the physics to it just don't make sense. Yeah, he's like forty five feet out from the yeah, and he's building. wearing flip flops and like was he thrown? How could mm. you jump that far? The speed in which he went through the roof? How did he get there? How was it like in this conference room that nobody went into for days? There was no the cameras were suspiciously not working on that one part of the hotel, mm-hmm. and um, 
and the other mystery is the why like dan mentioned like he left real early in the morning um his his widow said that there was like an open can of soda and like snacks out so it's mm. like he just left in a rush he got a phone out, call yeah. and they they later say that he was never really scared of anything until recently that he's heard like some rustling and he got like real nervous so like mm she the police say it was a suicide because what else are you going to do there's no other clues but the coroner left it as like undecided or undetermined yeah. yeah so it's not like they could still have a case open but she thinks that he was murdered and there's there's a whole lot of mysteries and there's some weird stuff too like well to me the most intriguing weird thing the is note? the note yeah. yeah the note that she found folded up and taped to the back of his computer which initially i think she assumed would be a suicide note right but upon reading it, it's just a very weird rambling note that talks about dealing with secrets and gets uh, this guy wanted to be a filmmaker. He was trying to be a screenwriter and he's like a, a list of movies that were but that, like that note might have been code for somebody who he was dealing with or right. talking to. So we don't know what it is. The wife doesn't. Know and there's also, as I'm sure Jeff loved a lot. There's a line in there that is directly tw- taken from Freemasonry. Yeah, mm. it's, it's, it does get conspiratorial. Yeah. Um. So, what did you think of the episode? Yeah, and the mystery, like you have <laughs> theories. Um. Well, I actually wanted to talk a little bit about like production value and stuff. Because, yeah, I like, thought we would get to that. Yeah, obviously, Netflix has really high production value. A lot of their shows or whatever, they take a lot of pride in like making things look good and stuff. And yep. that's sort of like the second coming of documentaries that they look like feature films now. Mm-hmm. And um, I think everything looks very good. It's very pretty. Um, I The only thing that I kind of miss from the old Unsolved Mysteries... Is how cheesy and corny it is? Not necessarily the cheese and corniness, but the I, wish the re- yeah, I wish the reenactments were a little bit better. I, I forgot to comment that on that because I watched these episodes in the reverse order that we're talking about. Same, yeah. And this one, The Mystery on the Rooftop, <clears throat> has like zero reenactments yeah or very little mm-hmm. it's literally just like close-ups of people's like faces and stuff and you can't determine like who they are and yeah stuff. it's like just cast and people they, they had like home them. video of like yeah right so that's the thing is this this happened in the early 90s so there was early a lot 2000s. of thousands oh yeah. that's 2004 yeah yeah um but the other episode, the Berkshire UFO one, did have some reenactments, especially when the people were in the car. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that feels like Unsolved <laughs> yeah. Mysteries. But yeah, not to derail, but I, I agree with you that this first episode mm-hmm. felt less like Unsolved Mysteries to me and more like a high budget true right. crime documentary. Right, because like, there's, there's no host. It does have the same theme song. The theme song was really good. Yeah. Uh, redone. But there is there's no narrator. There's no host. Mm-hmm. And I kind of like it better. Unless you were to have somebody with like really good presence, gravitas, yeah, yeah. and they would probably get somebody like hip, and yeah. it probably wouldn't be that. But I great. agree with you, Jim. I think the production values are all really good. Yeah, yeah, I think the show is really well done. The way it's edited, I think it tells a really good story. And obviously, it's unsolved mysteries. So you're like, oh, I wish I knew what was hmm. what was happening and stuff like that. But um, I mean, that's sort of like just. It is what it is for the show because, like I was saying before, it, it's basically a news program in order to get like right. people to be talking about it. Maybe some someone could find out, like, oh, I know this part of the story and stuff like that. So maybe, yeah, I don't know. Well, I'm going to disagree with you a tiny bit. Um, I don't think this is as much of a news program as they right. would like it to seem. I think they're trying to project themselves as like a true crime docu series. Yeah. 
Um, I did do a little bit of research on this case. Okay. Uh, the first one, to me, it is what it is. You have a lot of yeah. accounts, but not a lot of hard data to back it up. Right. But this one is recent enough, and it has enough, like, human story that there are... There I was going to bring data. that up, too, because, like, they do, like... It does get emotional, like, when they're interviewing yeah. Allison, and yeah. even the, the hotel clerk, like... He was just like this nice guy talking about all the great memories he has at this place and how this just totally messed with him finding Mm. the body. But I would say that unlike um, a true docuseries or a news series or something like that, this episode at least does. I feel like it does um, use editing and uh, theme music and just the way it's put together to sort of point you in a direction that it wants you to look. So it feels like without actually coming out and saying it, they're casting a lot of doubt mm-hmm. on his childhood friend who is now his the owner of this business. You know, they say that he's had problems with the, the FDIC in the past and he's gotten into, um, you know, legal trouble. That's right. Yeah. They make a big deal that he never commented on this. It's entertainment. Yeah. So, yeah. like, Jimmy, it, it isn't news to Dan's point. Like, yeah. They, they do, do. There's another episode where. I'm not going to say anything be like that gives away details, but they present one person. And at first I was like, oh, this is such a nice person. And then by the end of the episode, you're like, oh, wait, like, mm-hmm. did they know he was just scummy the whole time? And at first they present him nice or do they are they presenting this person like they're nice? And then they find out, oh, wait, this person's sketchy. Right. So yeah. as, as so far as the mystery w- itself, did you have you guys read any of the things that have come out since the episode? I have not. I meant to, but I just have been busy. So, I was in the same boat. So really, there's only one thing that's come out, which is that um, the childhood friend, the owner of the company, I forget his name, Andrew something, maybe I, 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 I can picture his face, but I can't think the, the blonde guy yeah, yeah. who the episode very clearly pointed suspicion at. Yeah, he has made a statement that really cast a lot of doubt on the production and he was like a lot of this is really not true like they said that he wasn't willing to speak to anyone well he was unwilling to speak to the press because in his opinion his friend was going through some mental health things and killed himself and there's no reason to give interviews he said he had an in-depth four-hour interview with a detective at the time and he was never named as a person of suspicion or anything like that Also, they make a big deal about um, how the call came from the servers that were associated with his company. You know, this mystery call. Yeah. When they said that, like, don't talk to the press. Right. So here's what this guy said. He said, every business in that building uses the same server. So it could have come from every business. But furthermore, their entire company, which he was able to prove with flight records, was on a company retreat out of the U.S., so no one from that company could have called. Mm. It could have literally that been, some, been a janitor from the that building. would have been the perfect time for somebody from the company to throw them off here's the roof. <laughs> so what I'm just saying, yeah, is like, that's what I'm saying. They cover their tracks. They they dismantle a security camera. Dan, I've watched movies, but the final most <laughs> damning thing that he said, which was also backed up um, by a couple of um, Ray's other friends was that the picture that his wife and brother paint of him of being totally normal and mm. looking forward to the future is not realistic. I'm sure nobody wants to paint a dead relative right. as a piece of right. shit. So here's the thing, though. Ray actually resigned from his job 18 months prior to his death. 
So he didn't even work for his friend anymore. He resigned of his own natural accord because he wanted to get back into screenwriting, mm. which was not going well. Another <laughs> right. one of his friends said that he was calling everyone he knew asking for loans because they were having financial problems. And his own wife, Allison, had reported to the police that for several days before his disappearance, he was bedridden in deep depression. He would not leave bed leave his well if all of that's true then this episode is poppycock yeah yeah so i mean again you're hearing his side of the story but it is verified by a couple of other of his friends so to me it feels like the case is based around a wife and a brother who don't accept it and the coroner's report that's undecided yeah and everything other than that which seems to cast light on the fact that it was a suicide has been left out of the episode but i well even if that all of that is true how how did he get through the roof so that is still that's a good that's point still a good, i yeah, wish they spent more time on that they kind of say like oh it's impossible and then they never come back yeah so, like right. a ballistics person or whoever does that like i would like to hear more about okay that. this guy was like six five 260 pounds they should have like taken a dummy with yeah. those dimensions yeah. up Myth to the bust roof. This yeah. shit. <laughs> let's see if he could be thrown 45 feet yeah, yeah. So well, I don't know. I don't really have any final pushes. I mean, this is it's kind of <laughs> cut and dry. What well, it is. you kind of have made a final push because I was going to ask you a question, which is what is the ratio of true crime, quote unquote, mm-hmm. to paranormal episodes of the six? There's one paranormal. The rest are mm. exactly like this. Just unsolved murders. Jim, you have any final thoughts or questions or anything? Yeah, I don't think so from what we've already talked about just out of curiosity before you ask the question just because i want to know where your guys heads Mm -hmm. are at gun to your head each episode what do you think is the the true the answer to the mystery so for Mm. the ufos one i mean this is a big question but (laughs) (laughs) were those people really abducted did that thing really happen or is it just some sort of thing like some person came forward and then other people at attached stories to it gun to my head something happened aliens government testing whatever something weird happened jim yeah i'm I'm the same i think it's bogus i think probably one person or a couple people that knew each other came forward with a weird story and then other weirdos always a skeptic jim Mm. but that's good you need skeptics okay mystery on the rooftop did ray kill himself or was he murdered coerced something out of the ordinary was it foul play or was it suicide i think it was suicide that was egged on by something else I don't think that there was a murder. That's involved. pretty broad. I think How it, is that broad? <laughs> I think it was suicide. I think it was suicide too. I mean, say egged on by something else. All suicide is egged uh, on. By okay. I think it was egged on, quote unquote, by like natural things. Like I think he was experiencing financial problems, and I think he was probably a little unhinged based on that note. Right. Which is a little like okay. To go back to your other question though, one supernatural. The rest are true crimes five of or four of the five other ones are focused on like who did the murder and one of them they know who did the murder and they're finding out where they went Mm. so there's a little twist on that and that one is a effing crazy episode i didn't want to put it in here because like i want you guys to look forward to something Mm -hmm. yeah if if you're talked into it Okay. okay all right well uh i guess i guess i'm gonna ask the question okay did the listeners and i Talk both of you into unsolved mysteries. 
Yes. Oh yeah, it's it's easy. Yeah, it sure yeah. Is. yeah, it's it's a quick little thing. Like even the alien one was thirty seven minutes, I think. So it was like way shorter right. than the other ones. Yeah, I could easily see myself getting through this and getting ready for the second season. Yeah, I'm so, glad there's I'm glad there's only six episodes because if, right. if there were like ten, I'd be like, mm, I don't know. Yeah, but like six episodes, that's easy to get through, and it's also really smart on Netflix's. Uh, part or unsolved to do mysteries six part. every few months right doing six like, and then, like getting people to talk yeah. about it and then uh being in the cultural zeitgeist yep. and yeah i uh i like these little quick anthology things if it was more if the ratio was higher to paranormal stuff i probably would be a no well i don't know what season two will bring right i'm hoping for more paranormal stuff yeah but uh we'll see how that goes but i i definitely could see myself watching the rest of this season all right. That's great. Well, I'm glad that we gave the listeners exactly what they needed. Shout out to Jess. Thank you for suggesting yeah. it and all the people who voted. Yeah, there are a lot of people that voted on this. Many people will vote on many, this. Many, many. people. I don't know who they are, but many people are voting on this. Dan. Yes. You're talking James and Jeffrey into something else next week. Yes. So I am talking you guys into a comic book series that I, uh, the first arc that I really enjoyed. I was picking it up in individual issues and it is now out in trade. Ooh. It is an image comic book series called Safe Sex. It was created and written by Tina Horn. Um, and yeah, the first seven issues uh, of the ar- first arc are called Protection. So nice. uh, we'll get into how you can get your hands on that and read it and all that and stuff. But I'm asking you to read the first arc of safe sex written by Tina Horn. And, uh, it's going to be a fun one. It's going to be a dirty one. I like comic books. Yeah. And I like dirt. This is an adults only comic. So I think this next episode is going to be explicit. Yeah. It's our first one. Our first non Patreon explicit episode. True. Wow. In the meantime. Yeah. Jeff. Wow. Where can you find the podcast? You can find us on talkmeinto.com. As I just mentioned, we have a Patreon, patreon.com slash talkmeinto. We're on YouTube. Search for us there. We're on Twitter at talkmeinto. We're active. We talk to people. We put up polls. We're on Facebook. We don't do shit there. But if you want to follow us, go for it. It's fun. Yeah. Jimmy. Yeah. Where can people find you on the internet? They can find me at son of a fitch, S-O-N-N-A-V-A-F-I-T-C-H on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. And I also want to say, whenever Dan like pushes it over to somebody, he always like points it. It's going to be in my direction, but it's not. It's going to be it's in Jeff. Yeah, he, he tricks yeah, us. He so, always does so that. So when I go, wow, that's I'm honestly like, oh yeah, me. Wow, let's do this. It reminds me of my uh, history teacher in high school, Mr. Kirkby, who he would look at you and point at you and say somebody else's name keep them on their toes Kirk. yeah that's so cool yeah what a cool guy i'm oh, yeah. just like a teacher yeah dan where can people find you online i'm on twitter under the name danny underscore breakdown teaching I'm t- history yeah i'm tweeting tweeting about pop stars political science you know uh movies poop jokes all the good stuff those are the best Thank you for listening to Talk Me Into. Okay, me, I guess. <laughs> I was going to start it and then hand it over to you. No, I didn't Jeff say didn't where say you can find me online. Oh, I always forget 85 this. episodes is this, Jim? Oh, we're at 90. 90? Yeah. Wow, I don't... Jeff with five Fs, the number... Oh, wait, no, 80. You're right. Yeah, on Twitter. But I also have Instagrams that I would like to talk about. Oh, what's about. your Instagram? Large Heart on Collider, because I freaky, and Magic the Clippening, because I still freaky. Thank you for listening to Talk Me Into. What will we talk you into next? Safe sex. Who 
please bring us into the talk ourselves into segment. I have to choose one. Fucking Barry Boy over here. <laughs> Barry Boy. You better be nice to me because I'm going to offer you a delicious lunch after this episode. You already did offer me and I accepted. Pizza. What? No, that's dinner, bro. Dinner? thought we were doing pizza right away. Okay, but it takes time. I have to mm. make shit. We have to make sauce. We have to record. Mm. Okay. Mm. Mm. Los Angeles. <clears throat> Nickelodeon. It's what not what I was doing, but kind of appreciate it. I don't know how this is possible, but that haircut makes you look thinner. Thank you. <laughs> Unsolved mysteries. <laughs> oh wait, that's not it. No, it does have a memorable theme song though. I just right, can't yeah. remember it. I don't. <laughs> Very I memorable. I can't find information on. Yeah, it's <laughs> that's it. The bong. <laughs> 